Welcome to episode 413 of Oscar Day, a Doctor Who podcast. My name is David, and here's Laura Kinder. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 2 of The Leisure Hive. As we revisit the Doctor going into the Takyang box and um, being pulled apart and yelling, and Ramana sees this and runs over to the box and tries to get him out, and she... As she runs over there, we see the Kamasi um, slide through a door and uh, slip away. She's alerted the other um, Argolans, so they come in to see. And she says, oh, the doctor, he's in there. And he's get this out and turn this off. He said, well, I don't know how he got it turned on from inside. And the controls are jammed now. And the doctor says, well, how about you try this lock here? And he's outside uh, over by the TARDIS now. Um, he says that he's, uh, he laughs at them and says that it was just the stored tachyon images and he was just fine. And um, He said, how'd you get out of there? And he says, well, by the back door. Said, well, there isn't one. It's like, well, there is one now. And he shows he used his sonic screwdriver to uh, open the panels and get out. Um, so they're all everyone talking about how he'd gotten out and then some of Mina's uh, people come and uh, detain the doctor and take him and Romana. We hear the um, the announcement and see another shuttlecraft arriving. Uh, meanwhile Mina and Dr. Harbin are talking um, and uh, he's saying something about how her new responsibilities, that they may not have very much time to spend together like they did when she was on Earth talking with him about experiments. Uh, it seems to be that they, um, maybe they've developed a bit of a relationship on Earth. Um, and he, she wants to use his experiment. It'll mean a whole a lot to his uh, her plans for Argolis, and um, he's he kind of says, "Well, this doctor might be able to, you know, help with the experiments." Like, well, I thought it was working. There's no, you know, no, no. It, it, you know, he tries to kind of buff off that there might be issues with it, but at the same time, he wants to talk to the doctor because maybe he can fix it. Um, she then questions him about that, and then the Doctor and Romana are brought in. Um, they are addressed by both Harbin and Mina, and uh, he's surprised to know that they've seen his time experiment. And um, Mina says that, offers to the Doctor that uh, he and Romana will help with the time experiment, the tachyon experiment, and then they may be able to leave Argolis, because after all, they are unauthorized visitors. So she's holding that over them. So we see Mina and the Doctor and Romana uh, looking in a viewpoint outside towards the surface of the planet, and she, um, they're looking at the ruined atmosphere and how it won't be livable for so many more hundreds of or hundreds of thousands of years or something and the doctor asks well how long did the war last and she says 20 minutes he 
she's all that long. And uh, she talks about how she created the hive, or the hive was created, and how she's helped to make it into a learning center for others in other worlds to come and learn about other races and other other people, other cultures, and um, by experiencing these recreational activities that will um, showcase different aspects of different worlds so that people will learn to appreciate others and um, tolerate others and prevent such wars as they went through. Um, she's kind of, I'll show you one of these um, recreational experiments we have and she, they go back inside to her conference room to her little pyramid of uh, view screens that she has and she tries to show the Dr. Ramana one of these programs but outside um, the panel is opened and they're like threaded wires um, almost woven uh, material but they seem to be the wires for this programming and a reptilian hand claw pulls some of them out and she experiences problems with showing them that and says oh we have this error and these other things happening and then the death of the earth traveler uh, Loman and all these things are just come kind of conspiring against them and this hopefully this rejuvenation program will, will help to save her planet um, Ramana says to the doctor and figures to herself that um, what Mina means is that the Ardolans are sterile they can't um, continue their their society, their race. Mina collapses and faint and is very faint, and uh, she puts her head down and does a little purple ball drop of, off of her cone, and she says to them to not to worry that this is also a side effect of the war and the radiation and. Um, Dr. Harbin is with, uh, at his, uh, working his experiment, <clears throat> and Boric and some of the other visitors want to see the experiment, and he stalls them, and, and they go off finally, and we see out of the shadows comes uh, apparently his business partner called Stimson, and they talk about the fact that, uh, oh, this doctor is supposed to come and look at it, and uh, Harbin is interested because he thinks the doctor may be able to fix it for him and Stimson says well no we don't want anyone else to look at it then they'll know it's a fake um, and uh, so he's upset the uh, Mina and the doctor Ramana and Boric I think come in and uh, they want to see the experiment and take a look at everything. Uh, Stimson sends them, Mina and, and Dr. Mboric, or sends them away. He says, oh, you'll get a much better view from up above, or something like that. And But Ramana offers to help Harbin, and so she's allowed to stay. Uh, Stimson goes off, and uh, Harbin works with Ramana a bit, and she asks about this piece and that, and, well, how do you do this? Says, well, I don't. Well, how do you make this work? Well, and he admits that it doesn't really work. 
And she's, well, let's fix this. Let's do this. So Stinson is, uh, goes to uh, try to get on the next shuttle that's leaving for Earth. He needs to leave right away. But he is denied because he doesn't have a special pass. He'd have to get special permission granted. And so he goes off. Um, he goes in search of Mr. Boric and is knocking on the man's door, knocking on the door. Um, behind him, off in the corridor, we see a Formasi is watching as he's knocking. He finally opens the door and goes inside and snoops around. It's a little a little pad, a little room is lit with an eerie kind of a green light, but he starts to snoop around anyway. And in a closet he finds um, like a mask, a body that it looks like it's maybe a bodysuit, a mask that might be used. And he touches it and it looks rubber. It looks rubbery and it seems to feel rubbery and kind of bounces back at him. And he, so he, uh, He's freaked out by this, and he, he runs out of the room and runs off, and down the hallway he drops his glasses that he'd been wearing before. They are stepped on by the Formasi that is following him. He escapes into the darkened experiment room, the tachyon room, um, and thinks he hears something, and then he's fine, and then he, he seems to be relieved that nobody followed him, and then he turns and right into a Formasi is attacked by this reptile creature. The uh, Romana is working with the Harbin on the Tachyon rejuvenation experiment. They manage to get stasis for a time, um, showing a actual hourglass in a, a wave field that they've generated. And they manage to stasis, but not able to turn back. And she says, well, we'll just have to, um, not rewind, not rewind time. We'll just have to try again. What I've learned from the doctor is that if it's, you know, not working now, you start over and rework it. And she says, where is the doctor, by the way? So then we see the doctor, of course, is working with a computer on a computer terminal and is saying back some code to him, and he's, he's, oh, very interesting, of course, very interesting. And is interrupted by Boric, I believe it was, um, who's got his scarf for him. And he says, doctor presents it to him, and the doctor follows it as it's stretched across the room and through several people and around, and we see that it's been wrapped tightly around the neck of Stimson, who has been found murdered. The doctor is brought before Mina, and he's now charged with murder of Stimson. Um, she says that as a, her, her role of uh, chairperson, she is now calling it their court in session. She explains how there's a big decoration on the wall. It's a, like a, it's a stone carving or something of the helmet of, <clears throat> the helmet of Theron, one of their great heroes from their their battle, their war heroes, who led them to war and to battle. And if uh, the doctor is able to swear his innocence in front of the helmet of Theron, then the court can begin. The doctor says, yes, I can. So he does. 
the experimentation continues. Um, the hourglass, there's an hourglass, there's test tubes, there's different oils or inks, colors of fluids and test tubes, and um, they go to different levels as they try different things. And then finally, Romana sees that the sands in the hourglass of time are reversing, are going back up into the top. And um, so they have success, and so they must go share with everyone. So they run off to tell the results. Um, and as they leave the room, the hourglass, the time is flowing upwards into the top, but then it explodes. And the explosion is in a stasis field. So court is in session. Um, Boric has presented his case and says that this evidence shows that he's guilty. Uh, doctors, what evidence? And he's questioning the results of this court. Pangor suggests that, well, Theron, he would just throw someone into fire, into something, you know, a type of trial by fire um, test for innocence or guilt. And uh, Harbin, Harbin comes in with Romana to say that they fixed everything. And, oh, she says, oh, good. Mina says, oh, good, I will be ready. Um, he says, oh, well, no, you, we can't test it on you. We need other tests, but, you know, not you. And so Pangor gets a twisted smile on his face and says, oh, a test, you say? So the doctor says, well, we have a room right out, the tachyon room. So they head out to there. The, um, the doctor is put in the box, and he's going to be tested on the astromana. Are you sure about this? Like, well, we, yeah, we had success in lab, and she has to go get something in the lab area. And as they're readying for the test, she sees the exploded hourglass, and she runs back, but it's too late. They've already started, and the doctor exits the tachyon booth, and he's now a withered, ancient old man. And the end. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a rambling episode. Um. A complete mess is what it is. Yeah, it, it really is all over the place. It's going in very many, uh, quite a few directions. Um, first, our uh, resolution from last time. It was kind of the doctor pulling trick that he figured out how it worked, exited from the box, and made it look like he was being torn apart. And, mm -hmm. um, but then he's taken, not captive really, but taken to see uh, Chancellor K Chairman Mina and uh, Dr. Harbin, and then there's, it goes under this tangent of uh, he and she working together with some relationship, um, and then the Harbin And his partner that we see, we learn about their war that lasted 20 minutes uh, and her efforts to try to avert another, any future wars. 
which is admirable and all. But then, you know, we switch gears again to um, the Fomasi f- sabotaging everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that they're sterile. And then the fact that they, um, they, uh, Harbin has a partner, Stimson, who knows it's a fake, doesn't care that it's a fake, is just trying to swindle them into um, whatever plan he's working on. It's got Dr. Harbin trying to go along with it. Um, and Harbin wants his machine fixed, most likely because he wants to rejuvenate his, his friend. Uh, Mina. In fact, Stimson says something about when Mina comes in, so that's not the same woman we met at Earth, is it? Because she's older, quite a bit older and more wizened, I believe, is what he means. Um, and then we have Stimson being killed. Or we have him, first we have him finding this bodysuit. Uh, which is weird in and of itself. Yeah, which is another tangent. Which is in Boric's quarters. I think that's who he was check, asking for when he's knocking and say, Mr. Boric, I think. Um, who's the attorney or the accountant guy who wanted to become part of their board and you know, but proposed selling it to the Fomasi. Uh, so there's that. And then he dies. Probably by a reptile hand or something that looks like from the Fomasi. Uh, Working on the experiment. Then the doctor's accused of murder. What? Wow. <laughs> I'm hoping they can pull some of these strings a little bit more together as we go on, but I don't know if they're going to be able to. I would certainly be surprised at this point if they're able to relate these things a little bit more together. It might be a little difficult in two episodes. Mm. No, I bet they do. I don't think it'll make a whole lot of sense. Well, well, that's probably a better thing to, way to say is that they probably will, but I I would be surprised if they do it and I find that it's uh, done satisfactorily. Yeah. To make me feel satisfied that they've explained things. But with all these different directions the story's taking, it's no wonder that every time they have the shuttle announced and that we see the shuttles arriving, it's the same scene. Mm. Yeah. You'd think they would have noticed that. Well, I mean, I know they noticed it, but you'd think they'd have done something about it. Just something a little different. And it's really just it, a boring shot, too, because it's really blackness. It's not really any star field behind the shuttle or anything. And it seems to be um, like just a shot of the maybe inside of the it coming into the, like the docking ring or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, okay, I don't see that as a shuttle. And I've seen it like three times now. If you mix it up a little bit, nope. Too busy going and 
18 different directions. I think. What did you have? Nothing. It was just, it was really tough for me to sit through. I just, I'm not interested in any of the characters. Even the doctor doesn't really interest me. Yeah, he's gone for quite a bit of it. Well, until Romana says, oh, and where's the doctor? And we still don't know what he was doing, really. Well, and why did he play? decide to play a trick at the beginning? Yeah. As the cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, because they needed a cliffhanger. Oh. Yeah. There's no real reason for story advancement, you know. Well, it just doesn't make it. I don't think it makes sense with his character. No. I just don't think he'd play that sort of a cruel joke on anybody. No. But especially not Romana. No, not to make her think that he'd been ripped apart by right. this machine. He'd done maybe something like, you know, wave each hand or something and say, hello, Romana, or something. And then from behind her say, hello, Romana. You know, that's more of a lighthearted kind of a trick, not mm -hmm. to make her think that he'd been torn apart. Right. And I just, I don't care about any of the, um, our Golans. Uh-uh. They're all uniformly deceitful and terrible. Yeah. I don't feel much sympathy for their plight, because they kind of brought it on themselves. Yeah. This, her son, this Pangor, is really kind of weird. Um... It's like, what did the doctor do to him that he wants to now, like, throw him into the fire to see if he's innocent or something? Mm -hmm. You know, where did that animosity come from? Um, the only one that's, only two that are kind of verging on, hey, I don't really care that much about them as people either. Um, Mina, his mother, has softened a little bit. She was more of a hard type person before. But she's explained some things a little bit more. Like True. she's trying to uh, use the hive for a good thing, a good reason, which is probably why they haven't updated to different types of recreation like some of their competitors do because they're using this specific type of recreational activity to show something else. So, you know, she's kind of explaining it a little bit and saying how, you know, they know it was their fault, but they know that, um, that, that such things could be prevented and she's trying to take steps to do that. And she seems a little more um, forgiving of the doctor even after the beginning where she says, well, you'll help him with the experiment, and then maybe I'll let you leave. But then uh, she seems to soften a little bit and then explain to the doctor and Romana, and then that, that's about it for for her part, except for then she has to, she's put in a position because of her being the chancellor or chairperson, whatever it is, of the Laser Hive that she's also judge um, in this court that is brought 
to bear against the doctor. So yeah, he goes off to fiddle with some computer that we're not even sure where, what he was doing exactly. And then all of a sudden he's accused of murder. And again, they use like the, the scarf in this weird way to thread its way through. Yeah, that whole thing was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous the last time we saw it. And it is now. Um, why not just bring him over and say, Doctor, look, what have you got to say for yourself? Instead of this whole wind-up, literally, of the scarf around these different people assembled in the room and then going around the person's throat. And Stimson. Silly. Yep. Wasting time in, in a stupid way. I guess that was what so irksome. Yeah, sometimes people just talk too long about something and it's filler, and you know that, and you think you know yeah I get on with it, but almost it almost feels insulting that they're adding these type of things to thread out the story, literally as I said. With the scarf. That's stupid. So it feels... I feel irritated that they've used that in such a way. <laughs> and they backtracked enough in the opening that we got to see it again from the last time in mm -hmm. the reprise. I don't know. Are they going for a... Oh, what a tangled web we weave kind of motif here with the scarf as a thread and they're pulling the threads from the I doubt it. That's a little wires. That's too convoluted, I think, for that writer. Let's get the, get the spider to the fly and the hive always supposed to be like Bees. Are they like drones? They are sterile. It could be. Just stop on that. There's so many other directions to go in that the story is already seeming to take us, so let's not go there. So. I just don't have anything else to say. I think we need to wrap some of these threads a little bit tighter show us where we're going in the next episode so our our new performer should talk about father time <laughs> yes father time doctor time <laughs> yes <laughs> yet another terrible aspect of the episode yeah I saw that picture of him on the on the box when I looked at mm. it. It's like I was wondering, well, where is that going to come in? Uh, and she saw the rejuvenator. It's like, well, it's probably going to be, somehow the rejuvenator is going to have its polarity reversed of the tachyon flow and he'll become an old man. <laughs> so, there we go. It's not particularly frightening. It's not even particularly worrying. No. 
No, it's not really concern. It's not frightening. It's just eh, kind of there. Um, it's too bad it couldn't have ended on like say the um, Stinson being attacked by the reptilian creature <clears throat> that we've seen pop up in different areas instead. It would have been a little more interesting, even though we don't really like Stinson anyway, Stimson, since we tell he's in on some, some shadiness. So we don't feel sorry for him, but just that suspense of, you know, oh, I guess I'm okay. Phew. And then, ah, you know, <laughs> being attacked. Turn around. That's kind of a cliche now, but that's still more interesting than the doctor emerging as an old man. Okay, what do we do with that? Nothing. Not very good. Yeah. We said hope for a better third episode. I guess. Said it? Says hope springs eternal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's it. Alright. Join us tomorrow when we talk about episode three of The Leisure Hive. Join us then, and thank you for listening.